back with more of Sabres Live. Presented by Seneca Resorts and Casinos. Nothing else comes close. Another two-hour show here from Nashville. It's Sabres Live on location Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday this week for the NHL Draft. As promised, Kevin Adams has joined us to uh, dive in. We're getting very close to that first-round window tonight. Uh, Marty and I were very curious to know just what's the tenor been like in the scouting meetings, the, the final rankings, if you will, leading up to this selection, especially on the heels of a year where you had three first-rounders last year. So what's it like when you're, when you're focused on just the one again? <laughs> well, yeah, last year was, uh, I think I said this, was really unique in the sense of, you know, we had capital if even to trade up, so, you, you know, to higher than our first pick was. So we literally were thinking every single potential pick in the first round was someone that we, it could be available to us. So um, it was a different scenario not that you don't prepare the same way and go through your list but you know this year a little more um, locked in on a certain group of players but in saying that I've had a lot of conversations especially over the last 48 hours with teams in front of us uh, about you know what it would take to move up and also with teams behind us and you know what would we be willing to do and as every year, um, I love the debates. You know, what I do is I challenge our staff to um, do it in, in a respectful way where everybody's voice is respected and heard, but um, we have to debate. We have to challenge each other, and I have to understand the passion and why someone has, even if it's the same rating in our system, but why they would put this person ahead of this person, and that's, it's, the, it's the fun part of the job, but it's hard. Um, and I ask a lot of questions, um, and you know, over the over the years, I've learned that you have to just listen more than talk. In my position, you have to take in all the information, and make sure you're asking the appropriate questions. And you know, um, we still got one more uh, short meeting to go, and we've been going, we've been going hard, but uh, we're still finalizing what, our list. What changes then in those meetings? Like, because you do have a lot of meetings. I don't know if people real like realize just how many times you kind of reconvene. Before this actually yeah, happens. Yeah, I mean, it, people would be blown away by the amount of hours that we put into this. And yeah. then even when you're not in formal meetings, you know, we have a staff dinner last night, and <laughs> you're, you're still, you're still talking. talking about it. I'm like, wait, is this a real meeting or is this a dinner meeting? So, uh, but, uh, you know, it can be something as simple. I'll give you an example. It may be, man, we have these players projected exactly the same. And we have a whole rating system, so, yeah. you know, I don't want to get into the details of it, but exactly a system that we use, and they may have a two players of one of the scouts that is rated exactly the same in their mind but maybe one's a center one's a wing maybe one's a right shot d maybe one's a left shot yeah. d so those are the little maybe tiebreakers here or there um that push you over the edge but then ultimately that's my job to take in all the information and then um say here's here's what i wanted to kind of be final not only do you have a lot of meetings but those meetings could be long so do you have a uh, hourglass like that you flip over when you talk about a player is there a clock do you have sometimes to say time out like it does it get heated it like, does yeah it, get, it gets definitely heated um I like instead of uh, heated, I say passionate. You yeah. Know, people get very passionate, which I like. Yeah. Um, but I will share a little story. I don't know. You know, we, I, especially once you get to the draft, like I feel like hours are out the door. I mean, meet all day, night, mornings, doesn't matter. Um, but 
Terry Pagola last night at dinner had a, a stopwatch on his phone. He showed me in the countdown to the draft, and this is how much time you have, Kevin. And, and he pulled it out this morning, and it was still running. So <laughs> just to remind me that the draft's today, you know, like in case I didn't know. But, uh, and it know, is so. 7 Eastern, 6 yeah. Central. I should which ask him about that. Did he count yeah. that hour in there? I can't Did remember. The so hour, that's, yeah. Does that's, the phone adjust yeah. when it goes from Eastern exactly. time zone to Central exactly. time zone? Yeah. So. That's awesome. I, I, and, again, it just kind of speaks to how connected you have always been with him and then you know the i don't want to say trickle down but just the connection that you have with everybody else in the department so how would you describe your amateur scouting department the scouts themselves the leaders of your department like how how would you describe them in a word or two if that's possible Uh, yeah and and, and in a word i would say prepared okay uh they do an unbelievable job of preparing for this day in this and when i mean preparing it's some of these players it's 24 months ago you know starting to watch these players in their underage draft year and actually even you know a Connor bedard i remember a double underage at the u18s in dallas so i mean there's a there's a history of these players but what i love about the way jerry fortin um works with the staff in these meetings is he'll say okay here's a ushl player you know whatever the name is and tristan explain who exactly who this player is so tristan muster covers the shl and he's going to go okay boom and then he's going to and it's all it's not reading he is giving you the description of the player so if you close your eyes and you you're envisioning what he's talking about um that's probably what i mean by prepared i just feel like our staff and this isn't just the top players in the draft this is players that all the way down our list that could be seventh round draft picks or they don't even get drafted and they can do that with every one of these players so just kind of puts it in you know perspective for our fans and everyone out there just the amount of due diligence and the amount of work that our scouts put in now you know what it's like for me to work next to him because I can throw him anything. He's got And it. just like your guys. Well, this is just prepared in life. You know, Marty's just, exactly. you know, like, he's just I do prepared. like Jerry. I, like, rarely have the laptop closed. It's always open. There's always a tab with some information. Yeah. And uh, uh, books. I have books. Like, you have I books. I know. I'm a no I'm I took a that from you, though. I remember it, when yeah. we started at the Academy, you always had your books. And I got books. And then I write on top of it the, the years. And I keep them in a box. And I go well, back to them. And, so I've, I've learned this from Terry Pagula. I color code things. Yes. So now it's... Blue means this, red means this, um, different color notebooks for if I'm talking to a general manager, if it's pro scouting, amateur scouting, so I can have it all in front of me. I don't know. People probably think that's disorganized, no, I, but I in totally my own mind, it. it works somehow. And uh, Okay, well, about this. So the draft is the focus right now, but we are Wednesday, and on Saturday is free agency. So you're preparing for free agency, but I want to talk internally more about a guy like Rasmus Dowling. Right, like July one, there could be an extension now that he has a year left. Uh, where are we with that, with Darlene? And do you expect it to be easy, hard, um, early, late? Like, what is that dynamic? Well, I think you, it's never easy. You start with that, no matter what what contract you're doing. I mean, doing the cap. We, we know way, now that the yeah. cap is going to go to eighty three point five. Yeah, yep. sixteen point seven million is the maximum a player can make. Right. Um, like. Yeah, no, there's... Is he asking for 16.7? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, 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 what I can tell you is the good news of, of how these things are compared to maybe where we were a couple of years ago is yeah. we're aligned on what we both want. And he wants to be a Buffalo yes. Saver. He wants to be a Buffalo Saver for a long time, believes in what we're doing here. Uh, we met yesterday with uh, his agents in, with Newport Sports in the boardroom and spent... And Terry Bagula was in the meeting as okay. well with us and just really 
had a great conversation. It was a really good meeting. These things, they take time, and we don't yeah. feel, neither side feels there's any pressure or stress that um, there's something has to be done and, you know, immediately, but we're working towards it. Um, we're in a good spot. They know how we feel. Um, and, you know, I think the biggest thing is when I get, when I think about the players in our core that we've either, you know, maybe potentially locked up long term already, and then the players that we want to continue to do that moving forward, I need to really understand if this is what they want and truly want to be here and they believe in it. And it's unequivocally yes, you know, so that's a, that's a big deal to me. And we're going to keep working at it, but it'll take time. Is it, is it harder to do Owens? In the sense that he hasn't been here as long, and there's a, there's obviously a greater variable because Dalene has already gone through a bridge and things like that. Yeah, I think there is a marketplace, and we have also met with Papperson um, and CAA, uh, and we we'll continue to. And um, Pat's met with Owen's family and discussed this. So these are these are detailed conversations that we've already had that will continue to go through the process and have but there's a there's a marketplace uh duffer you know but what what's what's always interesting is nobody can see the future in terms of what the cap is right so from the agent side you're trying to project out where do hockey related revenues go over the next you know when you're talking about you know massive extensions term you know you're looking at what is it going to be like three five seven eight years down the road so they're trying to do that and then they're saying okay well what's the what's the dollar amount in today's dollars versus what is that going to look like six seven eight years down the road and so we're doing the same thing right. you know, we're projecting out exactly what that means also thinking about okay well well, here's some young players that aren't even on our team yet, but in five years, what could their contract look like? And that's why Mark Jakubowski doesn't sleep, because, you know, I just tell him, just, just keep, like, doing this over and over He again. looks so, good, though. I haven't seen him in a while. He looks really good on this trip. So maybe, you know, he's found that balance with with the demands this is of Nashville, all. humid air, just yeah, wears yeah. Mark out, maybe. The heat tomorrow. Right. And excessive yeah. heat value. Excessive. I haven't written, or, uh, yeah. Well, this <laughs> is the walk over here. Other than I went for a run really early this morning, and other than the walk over here, I think I've been outside maybe once since I got here. So, so you've I, been in uh, air conditioning. Yeah, nice so I'm doing cool. fine, but not a lot of time to be sightseeing and quickly um obviously a couple of guys that you re-signed and we were talking about culture and how you're building your team and i think culture sometimes is overused but if it's in the right context it's it's exactly what teams are striving for and caloposo zemgis gergensen's re-signing um what was that process like and uh what were those conversations like to what their role is going to be next year and what was the likelihood that you were going to have both of them back when the season actually ended like what were you thinking well uh, yeah first of all i think it says a lot about um those two players and those two individuals to be willing to come back on one-year deals Mm -hmm. um when they can go to the the free agent market and both of them uh would be in demand I can tell you that based on, you know, the careers they've had and the leaders and who they are. Um, but, you know, the good the good part for me right after the season was, you know, I meet with every player, as you guys know, and I and I told both of them that you're absolutely a priority. We, we would love to have you back and be part of this. We feel like we're about to take a big step, and you guys are going to be part of that. But we, we need to do it on a one-year deal. And I'm just very honest in explaining why that is. And then it gave the both of them time to – think about it ask the right questions you have their agents talk to to me and um then we went from there but i i just think they're very they're very reliable consistent um teammates day in and day out that the coaching staff can count on but that also their their impact in our locker room and on and off the ice will be felt for years and years and what i mean by that is 
I, I just don't think that you can say when you're sitting at someone in a locker room, you know, for a year as a 19 or 20 year old player that when they're 30, they don't remember what it was yeah. like sitting. You think about the guys you sit next to. And, yep. um, you know, and I remember Eric Stahl's rookie year, he was sitting in when I was in Carolina, he was sitting between Ron Francis and Rod Brindamore. And like those guys is one year next to him. But th- th- this stuff matters. So I just feel like um, with how we're building this team and how we want to move forward, we have to also surround our young players with the right people, and those two are unbelievable examples of what it is to be a Sabre. You're going to add more young players tonight. Realistically, is it a group of like four or five players you think it's whittled down to that are likely to be in your in your position if you stay a feather at 13? in your lap? A feather in your yeah, lap? Yeah, I... <laughs> I don't. I don't want to know what that means, but that's uh, a wheel of fortune yeah, reference. Okay. Gone wrong. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I will say, yeah, that feels. You know, that I would say four to six players. Okay. Um, we're very serious about um, looking at options to move up. Yeah. We're we're also looking at options to move back, but as you guys know from previous drafts, it's it's not easy to do yeah. that. It just based on you know where people have their list, but. Um, we're gonna we're gonna really be aggressive if it makes sense for us to do that, and uh, so we'll see how it shakes out. But it's an exciting day for sure. Thank you. Have fun uh, with the entire group. I know that sounds kind of silly, but I think you do try to always include that in everything you're doing. Have right? to. Like, I mean, honestly, when you wake up and you, I'm one of the luckiest people in the world to be able yeah. to get up and do this. And no matter what kind of stress or pressure, you have to take a breath and you have to always go back to this is an amazing opportunity and today's a great day to help our franchise. And that's what gets me excited. Great uh, for us and for our audience today to have Kevin Adams uh, setting up tonight, which is round one of the draft. We, of course, will have live reaction on our social channels, Facebook and Twitter, as the Sabres right now are slotted to pick number three. 13. We will have uh, more in the way of on-site guests, Lance Lasowski, Darren Drager, and a very special guest to close out the show. That'll all, all happen in hour number two of Sabres Live from Nashville. Straight ahead. Stay with us. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.